There's something surreal about jumping out of airplanes from anywhere from 12,000 to 25,000 feet. And then suddenly we see this car coming towards us and it was shooting from the windows. That's when I walked into the recruiting office. I have to leave DC now and I have to become something because if not, I'm gonna be another statistic. My firstborn, he was born and then 12 days later, I was on a plane to Iraq. Real soldiers, real stories. Brought to you by armychap.com. Welcome to another edition of Soldier Stories. I'm here with Master Sergeant Lopez, and he has had a, a long uh, career in the Army in, in a unique capacity. And I'll just let you introduce yourself, uh, and then I'll ask you a couple questions about your background. Uh, but uh, where, where are you uh, from? And tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, uh, first and foremost, uh, good morning, Chaplain. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, for the listeners, my name is uh, Master Sergeant Lopez. I was uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York City. Uh, my, my parents are also from uh, Colombia, South America. Uh, I lived a short amount of time in, in Colombia, South America before uh, returning back uh, to Brooklyn and, and then subsequently joining the U.S. Army. Uh, and when was that that you joined? I joined in uh, March 2002 from New York. And why did you decide to do that? Uh, I'm, I'm a true believer that uh, the majority of us in the military joined the Army for, for the better part for two reasons. One, uh, to get away from something, and number two, to be part of something bigger than self. Uh, and I was a little combination of both. And throughout your career, you've worked in some, some unique uh, places. So you've got a tab on your left shoulder that says Ranger, and you've got a tab on your right shoulder that uh, indicates Ranger Regiment. So can you tell the listeners uh, who may not be aware, what's an Army Ranger and what's Ranger Regiment? So the short version, uh, a lot of uh, Army soldiers could be uh, Ranger qualified, which means they attended uh, the U.S. Army Ranger School and they go back to their organic units. Now service within the 75th Ranger Regiment is the true definition of a airborne uh, Ranger, where their everyday lives is living by the Ranger Creed. And You've been deployed multiple times. Uh, you told me a little bit about that. How long have you been deployed, if you add it all up? I've been deployed for a total of 60 months uh, to both Iraq and Afghanistan. Five years. Five years, that is correct. Yeah, and not only you're a soldier and a leader, but you're also a family man. And you've got a wife and some boys, and this has been a family adventure for you for most or all of those years? Yeah, so like you said, Chaplain, I'm married. I have uh, a fire team of four boys, uh, for aging from 15 all the way down to three. So, so it is a uh, pretty cool experience having uh, a bunch of boys at the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And maybe some of them will be following your footsteps. We'll see. We'll see, right? Yeah. We'll see. Well, it, it has been a family adventure for you, as we talked about before we started recording. And so tell us a little bit about that. How has this journey of all these years uh, affected your family and you as, as a, not only a soldier and leader, but a, a husband and a father? I'm a very uh, driven, self-motivated type of individual. I'm the type of individual that seeks out those tough assignments, that seeked out those difficult 
uh, schools. And because of that, uh, the family can't, can't pay a price. And through the years, as, as one matures and, and one uh, gains experience and knowledge, you, you tend to put things that are important to you first. And, and to me, my family uh, comes number one. Yeah, I have this saying that, that says, you know, true leadership is measured by how loud your actions speak. And we often say how much we care for our spouse, how much we love our children, but how are we actually communicating that? Because, because words are very cheap. We could purchase those at the commissary. But, but what are we doing as soldiers to, to express to our spouses and our children that, that we in fact care and, and, and appreciate them? And that's something that I've learned uh, throughout my years, throughout my, my long deployments, throughout all the schooling, uh, to make them a number one priority. And you told me when we were talking earlier that uh, you were deployed with a newborn. Tell us how that affected your family and, and yourself on a personal level. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my firstborn, he was born, and then 12 days later, I was on a plane and then headed overseas uh, to Iraq. And I was a young 21-year-old sergeant, newly promoted sergeant. I probably was a 30-day 30-day sergeant at the time. Uh, that was extremely, extremely difficult. I, I relied on my battle buddies. I, I relied on faith. And when I came back, I, I mean, he made some significant improvements. He was, you know, he was somewhat doing bear crawls, you know. So it was definitely a, a difficult situation, a difficult time. But my battle buddies uh, definitely, definitely got me through that time. How did your wife uh, handle that? Well, I mean, think about it. We're we're 21 years of age. You know, we don't know it all. We don't have all the life experiences to handle something of that magnitude. And I don't think no one would really be, you know, prepared for something like that. Uh, but we did the best we could uh, with the experience that we had at that time, and, and, and we made it work. And sometimes the Army will put our families in challenging situations, and they're, they're along for the ride as well. Uh, so you, you talked about uh, some of the lessons learned and maybe looking back some of the mistakes you made along the way. Uh, looking back, maybe there's some younger people out there that feel the pressure to succeed in their organization, whether it's inside or outside the military, but yet spending time with family and maintaining those personal relationships sometimes has a, uh, there's, there's a sacrifice involved. Do you see uh, younger people or maybe even older people falling for a trap of, of being successful in an organization at the cost of uh, maintaining personal relationships. And I wonder if you could speak to that at all. Yeah, well, well here would be the, the advice I would give to everyone is, so I, I would ask myself this question, like how can I become successful? And the answer would be by making right decisions. And how do you make those right decisions? Based on experience. Now, if you're a young soldier, or a spouse or, or, a, or a, a child that's listening, seek out for that mentor. Seek out for that person that you really, really look up to. Uh, seek out for that person uh, that has a genuine interest in your well-being. And the reason why I say that because they will provide you with the steps, with the answers, with the guide for you to achieve what you've been seeking this whole time. If I were to do it all over again, I would have seeked out a mentor at a much, much younger age. 
and, and for the reason being because I lack that experience uh, and they could provide that for me. So there's nothing wrong with going 100 miles an hour within your job and being successful in your job. I just simply ask that you, you, you do it within balance because at the end of the day, your family will pay taxes on your actions. And the Army's gonna get their time. The Army will get their time, but I, I've found that one of the keys to being successful, not only professionally, but personally, is knowing where and when it's time to surge on a particular aspect of our life. Because we could surge in our work all day, every day, and there's always gonna be more work. Have you identified some times or some opportunities where it, it's time to surge on family relationships or how do you maximize those opportunities when you have it? Absolutely, so I've been in the first arm for a total of 36 months and now I serve here, but not everything can be a priority. So you need to prioritize each task that is given and then just knock them out accordingly. Uh, and then this way you could keep yourself sane, you could keep uh, your family predictable as far as you know doing things with the family, but you definitely need to prioritize your tasks because not everything, again, not everything can be a priority. Probably the only thing that I would really change to better myself professionally would be education. Uh, the Army has great benefits, great opportunities for soldiers to pursue education. And just recently, I completed uh, my bachelor's degree in the beginning of 2019. And let me tell you, it is very difficult to be a soldier, to be a husband, to be a father, and pursue a civilian education. <clears throat> so if you're out there in the barracks, you know, your weekends are, are, are somewhat free, I would strongly, strongly recommend uh, you, you just take one class at a time so you won't find yourself like, like myself uh, just cramping it all in uh, towards the later part of your career. Yeah, and there's a lot of wisdom to that. And uh, there's a saying that I like to t share with soldiers do something today that your future self will thank you for. And so that can apply for education, it can apply for personal relationships. But uh, again, if you, if you had to do it again, what I'm hearing you say is I, I would have focused more on education at an earlier time in my, in my career when I was younger and didn't have as much responsibilities. 100%. Yeah. I would definitely say, Chaplain, you know, education and, and then uh, having a, a tight grip on, on your finances and being, and being knowledgeable on finances. I won't use this form to, to go into finances, but there's a lot of resources out there that soldiers could reach out and better posture themselves for the future. So in 10 years, your, your kids will be either grown up or almost grown up, your four boys. Yeah. What do you want them to look back on, you, on their family of origin experience? And what do you want them to remember and that might be valuable for our listeners out there who either do have or will have their own families? Well, my key takeaway that I want my boys to is if they have a goal, what steps are they gonna do to achieve that goal and to simply crush it? Um, I want them to be humble. I want them to be respectful. Uh, and I want them to be open-minded and, and listen. Uh, listen b before, uh, before you speak. That, that would be the key takeaway for my boys. So looking back, you have re-enlisted numerous times. So a question I have for you is, why did you choose to keep going in this particular type of work where it does require a lot of sacrifice? Your family's sacrificing, you're sacrificing. It, it's not an easy task. What made you want to keep going? 
Uh, what made me keep going is pretty simple. I really, really enjoy helping others. And by giving a young soldier, a, a senior soldier, advice or a glide path to success, that fulfills me. Here's an example. I was a, a, uh, a first sergeant, a basic training uh, first sergeant. On a full class, I'm looking at 240 students. And I would go in there and, and, and open it up to see if any soldier had any questions. And they were simple questions as in, hey, hey first sergeant, you know, I'm 20 something years old, I'm married with a child. How is the, the army life at my first duty station? Um, and just basic question as far as healthcare, uh, as far as job opportunities for the spouse. And, and I would give them those answers uh, based on experience. And you could just see in that soldier's face how he felt more at ease because he had that knowledge. And, and that does it for me, Chaplain. Uh, that really does it for me. I, I don't need recognition. I'm not the person that needs a pat on the back. If I could help anyone out, you know, I would. I appreciate you coaching and counsel, giving some counsel to, to some people who maybe just don't know what they don't know. I mean, we've all been that. We, we've all been back in that place where we didn't know what we didn't know, whether it did relate to relationships or finance or whatever the case may be. Is there a leadership tip that you would give after all of your life and experiences? Is there, is there one leadership nugget that you would want to throw out to, to our listeners that might help them absolutely. on their journey? Absolutely, absolutely. I would say this and write this down. I would say true leadership, all right? True leadership is measured on your actions. So how, how, how loud does your actions speak? That's, that's how true leadership is, is measured. Uh, we could easily stand up in front of a platoon or a company or a squad or a team and say, do this, do this, do this. But what are we doing as, as leaders? Uh, what actions are we taking as leaders to prove that? So if, if you're in a leadership position or aspire to be, uh, like I said earlier, words are cheap. Make your actions speak. Thanks for, for sharing those, those tips with us. And uh, long track record in, in the military. I don't believe that you're uh, even close to being done yet. You got some, uh, a future still ahead of you. And uh, is this something that uh, your family is, is, wants to do for another few assignments? Or what, what's your plans? So my family, my wife, she's, she's on board. Uh, she enjoys this Army lifestyle. The Army has been great to us. Uh, we have a strong Army family. Uh, my children love exploring the world. So for the foreseeable future, I do continue on to be a part of this great organization, the U.S. Army. Absolutely. Well, Master Sergeant Lopez, I thank you for uh, joining us, sharing us some lessons learned along the way and some coaching and tips for our listeners, really just practical life lessons. Thank you for having me, Chapman. Thanks for listening to this episode of Soldier Stories. I am Chaplain David Wright, and I thank you for tuning in. Please consider subscribing or leaving a rating or a comment, as that will help more people find this podcast. You're also welcome to check out my website, armychap.com, to read my posts and see some pictures of what we do. It's my hope and prayer that you find inspiration and encouragement through this program. And remember to put your trust in our great and loving God who daily bears our burdens. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you.